Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. God, I will not avail you. Flame of Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 90 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Winter's coming. This is Chris. Luckily, it's not, because it's spring. Summer's coming. Summer's coming, but winter is coming. The Game of Thrones season seven? Eight? Season eight. Season eight premiere is coming. The last one. Kind of crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Did Did you start watching when it first came out? No, I didn't watch for a while. And I didn't really like it that much either. I started watching, I think, before season four started. And then... That's probably about when I started. Yeah. When was the Red Wedding episode? The end of season three. Yeah, I hated that, though. And I was like, I don't want to watch anymore. Chris has a love-hate relationship with Game of Thrones. Well... You really like it, but I like a lot time, of things about it. You don't like it because you don't like how down it is. Yeah, I don't want to just be really depressed, you know? Right. Well, this season could go either way. I could see it being a really depressing ending, or I could see it being a very satisfying ending. I think you're very right. How are you? You good? Yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I have some news for you. What's that? I don't know if you saw. I was going to wait to tell you in person. Uh, I posted some things on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook about this this morning. Uh-huh. We are officially on Spotify. Oh, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, that's really nice. I use Spotify all the time. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I put that up there this morning and I checked it and, uh, it's exciting to say that we are officially on Spotify. So in case, uh, you'd prefer listening to that rather than the Podbean app or Google play or the iTunes podcast store, it's there for your enjoyment. What'd you have to do to get it on there? Was it hard? Uh, I literally Googled how to get my podcast on Spotify (laughs) and they have a website it's spotify's website and it's like spotify podcast beta and you literally just had to uh submit your rss feed and just click like the i accept you know that long waiver that i spent all morning definitely reading <laughs> and it said wait a couple hours and i literally waited 15 minutes and just checked and it was on there wow i think i'll probably do that from now on that's a little more convenient for me yeah so uh so everyone else uh and, my, and hopefully that can help spread the word a little more too because i know a lot of people are listening to podcasts on spotify now from what i've been reading and hearing from other people so hopefully that'll really help spread the word awesome yeah so there we go spotify we are officially working with you uh chris previous episode a couple weeks ago that was that was a that was a that was a doozy sure was a doozy when we had to make our own food (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i had the poll results all right, what do you got? You won 64% to 36% for my food. How'd you do the poll? Did you just do one poll overall? I just did one poll overall. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it by, by That was each close, meal. though. That was close. You have been killing it. I think you've won like five in a row. I haven't won since 2018. Oh, my goodness, Steve. Which maybe if I if we did more episodes regularly, I might have a better chance <laughs> of true. extending that. But yeah. So, yeah, so um, 
So thank you to everybody who voted in that one. And that one was a lot of fun. Did you eat all your leftover ricotta? Not all of it. No? I had some left. Did you throw some away? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was good. I wish I took some before you left. I'm sorry you didn't. It was pretty good. I would definitely make a similar thing again. You think so? Yeah. Would you still do the same with the crab meat and everything? Yeah, I just think I would add other things, like probably some like onions and maybe spinach or something. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah, something like that. Unfortunately... This is an audio podcast, like all are, so we, it was hard to uh, really convey the greatness that these foods were, yeah. especially um, sushi rolled in potato chips. It was delicious. I agree. That, that was such pretty a good. Great crunch. Pretty good. Uh, and then I had something else I wanted to add. Uh, Chris, it is uh, Rotten Tomato guessing season. <gasps> it's that time again. It is that time again. A couple weeks ago, we mentioned that we have a Guess the Tomato Meter contest. Uh, the link is available on our show notes, and I've been putting it on Facebook and Twitter for anybody who wants to vote. We've had some votes come in so far. Uh, one notable one is uh, Austin, the champion, Barrett, or the returning the champion, returning champion Barrett. Uh, so he's he's coming in swinging now. So everyone else, let's, let's get in this and let's try to beat him so we can have a new... Uh, Reigning champion for the guest of Tomato Meter. First, first movie coming out in about two weeks. The it's new a Avengers. big one. Might be the biggest movie ever. <sighs> Probably will be. They're, they're talking it's going to make like $900 million, like opening weekend, which would be insane if it did. Is that good? I don't know. Is that a lot of money? Oh, the record? I, the, re- the previous record is Infinity War. And they made like 500, like 58 or something like that. What? Yeah. They're gonna, they think they're going to like they, almost double it? They think it's going to almost double it. It's overcompensating for the half that was cut during the snap. So that half is now going to go towards doubling the uh, the income of the opening weekend. I don't understand. I was, uh, <laughs> it was a joke how, like, at the end of the movie, half of everyone died. Well, spoiler alert. It's been out but for a month. Then there here. should be less people because there'll be less people. There's half as many people to but see the movie. But they're going to make up for it now by taking those those half that they killed and they're going to double their profits in that week. We'll All talk, right. We'll talk about this Absolutely. Later. All right. Uh, Chris, anything you want to add before we get started today? Uh, No, I don't think I have anything. All right. Let's do it then. So remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? We're talking about dragons. We're talking about dragons, Daenerys, and them dragons. Yeah. I think all, all nerds like dragons, right? Dragons are just cool. They are maybe, really all, cool. maybe all people like dragons. I feel like you have to. I and, didn't want to. And, and they seem like a creature that possibly could have been real. Because you think of like dinosaurs, they seem kind of similar when you look at them in like movies or TV or, or, or books fair, or whatever. Fair, fair point. I mean, you had pterodactyls. And it just kind of seems like it could be plausible in, in, some, in some regards. I have some of my students think that dragons were real at one point. <laughs> okay. I also had a student the other day who said the earth was flat and... What'd you tell him or her? That he was wrong. Why did they think that? Did they have any reasons? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. I didn't want to really entertain it. Yeah, okay. Because we were talking about uh, longitude and latitude, and he was complaining that it's kind of silly to have that because the earth is flat, so what's the purpose of it? And then I just, I, I, I can't even explain. I Maybe he was just messing with you. I think to an extent he was, but... At the same time, I didn't want to entertain it. But uh, so, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit of Dragons, which Game of Thrones uh, coming back today of this airing. 
We got a lot of dragons. Got a lot of dragons. This uh, comes from a new fan of the show who recently reached out. Her name is Emily Castle, and she gives a whole list of great suggestions, and one of which was a dragon battle. And she gave a whole bunch of different ideas, and uh, we're, we're going to modify it a little bit and uh, see what we can do here. Did she suggest the Game of Thrones dragons? That was part of her suggestion. Okay. There were other dragons included. Another one which we are going to include. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. So, uh, so who are you who are you going to go with for your dragon? I, I'm going to just take the classic. So, it's a, it's a 3v3 dragon fight. Correct. And in honor of the season premiere of Game of Thrones, I'm just going to take the three Game of Thrones dragons. Um, I think uh, we'll be taking... Um, uh, who's that one that turned into the zombie ice dragon? Was that... It wasn't Drogon. No, it wasn't. Because Drogon's like her favorite. Right. Uh, Vis- it, was, it was Viserion. Viserion. What's the other one's name? Drogon, Ra- Viserion, and... Rhaegal. Rhaegal. Oh, that's named after Rhaegar? Yes. Okay. Which yeah. is her brother. Um, yes. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll check it because I had some backs. I have a little bit of dragon backstory. Okay. So you're going with Daenerys's three dragons? Yes. Drogon, Rhaegal, Viserion. I would say that... And I'm taking Viserion pre-zombification. Okay. Ooh, I like that. Pre-zombification. Uh, I, think, I think that's fair. Absolutely. To, to use that. I, I would argue that the Game of Thrones dragons might be next to the Iron Throne, like the most uh, recognizable image probably from the series to an extent. Yeah, I, I can't think of any... Maybe a White Walker. May, yeah. But I, I, I would say the throne is definitely number one. But I would say maybe the, the dragons are number two. Yeah, I think you might be right. All right, so you're going to go with uh, the dragons from Game of Thrones. And I'm going to do a little... Uh, little mismatch here of different dragons from pop culture. I'm going to go with Spyro the Dragon. Okay. Mushu from Mulan. And Smaug from The Hobbit book slash film series as well. So three unrelated dragons. <laughs> and you have three related dragons. All, yeah. all siblings. Uh, I like, like, seemingly they are related. Yeah. They could have been three random eggs. Oh, yeah, that's true. I never really thought of that. But they probably were, like, together. Probably, makes yeah. sense. All right, so you want to give us a little background on uh, on Daenerys and them dragons? I sure do. I would love to. Um, so you probably know, if you watch Game of Thrones, that Daenerys Targaryen came into possession of three dragon eggs. Yeah. They were actually petrified dragon eggs, thought to be totally useless, other than as, like, She did not cool think that stuff. they would hatch at all. But then in, like, a display of, like, magic and cool stuff, they, she went inside fire and they hatched. Pretty much what happened, right? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I think it was Drogo's uh, funeral pry. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, the three dragon eggs were in there, and then yep. yeah, she walked in there, and they all hatched or whatever. Yeah, so dragons have a pretty strong connection to fire, and some they're like often compared to fire in the book, in the books, and some people say that they are fire. Fire can't hurt them. Uh, they can breathe fire. Yep. Um, but. Dragons were thought to be extinct in uh, the world of Game of Thrones. Um, the Targaryens owned, used to have dragons and used them to help them conquer the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, they had a, they had a, they had a few, more than a few, at least three. Not important, but um, then there was this thing called the Dance of the Dragons. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't think I'm familiar it, with this. It was basically like a civil war between two Targaryen factions that pretty much killed off the dragon so um this one targaryen guy i think aegon only only had a a a female daughter that was going to be his heir okay but then he remarried 
somehow he basically had like stepkids. Okay. And then they were like, well, we should be king. And there was like arguments over the um, secession. Okay. Succession, I should say. And uh, they got in a big fight. And uh, all the a bunch of their dragons each died. other. Yep. And they all died. It was a dragon v. dragon fight. Pretty much either they like died in that war or they died like in like injuries from the aftermath. Basically, like after that, there weren't big dragons anymore. There were small dragons for a little while and then they died off as well. Okay. And then they're. There just weren't that many dragons, and so, there were none. So this right now is kind of like our own dance of the dragons, in a sense. Dragons uh, versus dragons. Yeah, dragon v. dragons. Yeah. Uh, we could kill it. We could see a, a kill off again. Who knows? Hopefully, who not. knows? So, um, uh, I guess I'll save my powers for later. But I'll give you a quick uh, background on Daenerys's dragons that I'll be talking about. Okay. So Drogon is her biggest dragon, dragon, the black one with red, uh, named after Cal Drago, her former husband. Uh, he's, he's also kind of like more aggressive and, and, uh, didn't, he was kind of mean at first, but, and her, him and Daenerys have a pretty good relationship now. And that's the one she rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhaegal is named after Rhaegar Targaryen. He's a green one. Okay. With bronze markings. And he listens to Daenerys, but doesn't have a rider. Okay. And then Viserion was named after Viserys, her brother. Oh. Yeah. Rhaegar must've been her cousin or something. No, it's her brother. Rhaegar's her brother? Yeah. She had two brothers? Yeah, she had Viserys and um and Rhaegar. Because sure? because Rhaegar's son is Oh yeah, if, you're if, right. If anyone right. doesn't know this, I mean, forget about it. It's whatever. But Rhaegar's son is Jon Snow, which makes Jon Snow her nephew. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You're you're hundred percent right. Thank you. Uh <laughs> could you say that one more time? <laughs> I don't think I've heard that that So much. Viserion uh was white with gold markings, but then he got killed by the Night King throwing uh chucking a spear so at him. Shouldn't you should not have named him after your brother. And then he got pull, pulled out of that frozen lake and turned into uh pretty, pretty a white. crazy. Yeah. And then he uh breathed he his blue fire and burnt down the wall. Yep. A little section of the wall, we should say. And that's how the last season ended. Yeah. It was that was the last was that the end? I couldn't remember how it ended. It happened at the end. I don't remember if it was like the last shot, but it was definitely one of the last things that happened. And then uh on the Game of Thrones wiki, there's like a ton of other dragons that were in the history of Westeros, like Aegon the Conqueror, who is was that Daenerys's father or Aegon the Mad King? Yeah. Uh, if, if it's Aegon the Second, then I believe so. Uh, it says Aegon the Conqueror. I'm not sure. Anyway, he had uh, he had three dragons as well, including okay. a, a huge one named Balerion. He was the largest known dragon uh, to exist, and he died of old age at 200 years old. Wow! Uh, allegedly forged the Iron Throne with his breath. Oh, that's pretty cool. And his skull is in the Red Keep. I did know that there was a dragon skull down there. We've yeah, seen there it. might be more than one because there uh, he had another dragon, v- Vagar. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Uh, she was killed by another dragon in the battle, in a battle, but that skull is also in the Red Keep. And then his third dragon, Maraxes, uh, killed also skull in the Red Keep. So there's just a bunch of dragon skulls down there. And then there were tons of other dragons and it tells you how they died. And most of them died in the Dance of the Dragons. And that's, uh, that's what leads Westeros to be in the condition that we find it at when there's completely no dragons whatsoever. Yep. Dragonless. All right, so that's uh, that's that's pretty good. I like it. Three dragons, <laughs> three and, dragons. Uh, hers are pretty awesome. I remember. Uh, I think it was this last season. I mean, it was two years ago, so it's, uh, I haven't seen it since. But like, there's a big like fight going on, and one of her dragons just like f- like uh, glides over the battle and is just like shooting fire yeah, at everybody. That was after Jamie led his. It was Jamie. He, he yeah. led Lannister troops and and sacked Highgarden. 
and that's when they killed uh Elena. Yeah. And they took all their gold and they yeah. were on their way back. Yeah. And they just got torched. Yeah, it was awesome. But they also made it seem like they might kill the dragon because they like that they had that giant ballista, I think. Oh yeah. And they uncovered it and made uh-huh. like a big deal of aiming it. But they and missed, they, I think. They or like, they, like grazed his wing. him. Yeah. yeah. They, his wing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. He they, like cut him, but he didn't die. He was fine. He was well, all right. We'll have to see what happens this season. But they do have a weapon that can fight dragons. A little foreshadowing. Right. It'd be stupid to use it though, knowing that the White Walkers are coming from the north. Well, they might have to use it on. The, oh, that's true. That's oh, I, mean. I see what you're saying yeah. now. Oh, good point. <clears throat> All right. So uh, I have Spyro the Dragon. You're a big fan of the Spyro series, right? Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I think, a, not I think a big fan. Cute. Well, I, I like dragons a lot. Okay. He's a cute little dragon. Yeah. And yeah. I like Spyro growing up. Uh, I haven't played the new one, which is the updated version. They had. A, they released like a remaster, a remaster in the yeah. last year. Yeah. So, uh, so Spyro, uh, he's part of the Spyro uh, series from Sony, and uh, his name, most people believe, comes from Pyro, which means fire, and also the Latin word Spyro, S-P-I-R-O, which means breathe, so it might be a combination of to breathe fire. Um, he's like a small, spunky little dragon. He's not huge in any means whatsoever compared to the dragons from game of thrones he's got like a purplish and goldish uh coloring to him uh and he kind of can be like a smart ass i feel like a little bit yeah and uh but uh i mean every game he's going around he's collecting gems or he's uh trying to find eggs like inspire you're the dragon i remember that was like the big plot point in that one he's trying to find all the uh the dragon eggs and uh i mean he's Pretty successful. Any villain he comes up against, he <laughs> basically wins. And if you don't, you just restart the level and then <laughs> could just go back at it again. Wait, but, are you including the reincarnation as one of his powers? Uh, or time travel? If, or what are you trying to say? If I have to, I might. I might just be leading a trailer of breadcrumbs right now that I might have to come back to. Okay. Uh, Spyro can breathe fire. Uh, and his, his, his fire is able to, you know, take down like branches or wood or or bushes uh he can also use his horns as like a ramming technique and he'll destroy like heavy metal things to crack open cases uh he he can only glide as far as i i, I understand and remember correctly i don't think he can fly not re- i think there were like special cases there like- were some special cases yeah where he would be able to fly continuously yeah. but he's not able to fly in the sense compared to like a game of thrones character or one of the game, game of thrones dragons so so that's spyro uh, my next one I'm going to is Mushu from the Disney film Mulan, voiced by Eddie Murphy. Uh, they're always like making fun of him in the movie, yeah, like he, saying that he's like like a lizard. He's not a dragon, but he is a dragon. He was a guardian, a spirit, like a family spirit guardian or something. Yeah, exactly. And um, he was he's trying to gain his honor, mm-hmm. and he succeeds in that by the end of the movie. Yeah, he sure does. He's have a big party, I think. Yeah, he's very well respected uh, by the Mulan family. Uh, he does breathe fire. And, um, he's very, he's very smart. Also, he's very cunning, always coming up with different ideas in order to accomplish the task at hand. He's, he can't fly either. As far as I can remember. Mm, I don't think, I don't think he ever flew. No, but, uh, he would like strap him. Like he'll, he'll do whatever he needs to do. Like he'll strap himself to like a rocket, like the, yep. the Chinese fireworks and he would just shoot it. I mm. think he actually resisted that plan but he did it did happen something like that right he's like let's just go for it he, he's he was willing to do it completely willing to do it 
And uh, I'll, I'll get into some of his powers and abilities later on also. And then the third one I'm going with is uh, Smog or Smaog or I know people smog. have Smaug. People have different pronunciations no, for it. it. Yeah. Let's, I'm, I'm let's, just going to say smog, let's smog. say Smog. Smog. Yes. Okay. Agreed. So I'm going with Smog from the Hobbit book and film series uh, in which he is the dragon that is guarding the Lonely Mountain, uh, the treasure that is underneath it that he took from the dwarves that the dwarves are trying to uh, take back. And uh, I mean, I'll admit it right now, he does die. So it is plausible for him to be killed. But, In a pretty specific way, though. Yeah, it has to be very specific. You have to use that uh, the bowman. And he was had he was missing like one scale in one spot. And yeah, they had to and, hit and that he got with it a right giant there. Arrow. Exactly. It's kind of like throwing a spear at a flying dragon and hitting it perfectly and dragging it down into an ice lake. It's similar to that. Yeah, it, it's extremely difficult. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm going with that. He was voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch in the Hobbit. I mean, I guess he's technically in all three of them, but he's mainly in the second one. Yeah. The Desolation of Smog. And then I think he dies in the third one. The yes. Battle, the Battle of the Five yes. Armies. And not just voice, they did a motion capture on his face. Facial oh my expressions gosh, too. yeah. You can watch some really great videos on YouTube of Benedict Cumberbatch like really getting into yeah. the whole motion capture thing. It's pretty funny to watch. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he, he's kind of like on the same level of dragons from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like giant, he, giant fly, breathe, breathe fire. Yeah. I feel like they're pretty, pretty similar, except he can speak English. True. And That's pretty cool. he's, he's extremely smart. Yeah. I mean, he, he is very smart. He, he, and he kind of, he works on his own. He doesn't have, uh, like a Daenerys, someone dictating to him, like what you need to do, where yes. you need to go, who you need to attack. He's just all in it for himself he's which kind of, i i think that's more of like a traditional fantasy dragon yes like very wise very wise they love gold yep, in which treasure. your dra your dragons don't really care about treasure no, it doesn't seem whatsoever. like it, not that we know of unless you claim daenerys to be their treasure because uh, they will I'm defend gonna, her mm, claim that mm -hmm. okay that's fine <laughs> uh all right and that's that's pretty much what i have so uh so, let's let's so, let's dance right, let's right. dance dragon boys well can i can i just bring up a few obvious points to get your thoughts on them right away sure so you've picked one dragon you know full dragon but two other i don't know if you mentioned their sizes like spyro and mushu are small dragons like, they are they're, they're, like, they're tiny like spyro seems to be like maybe the size of like a large dog yeah i'd say that's and fair mushu is like the size of a cat yeah so I, I would totally agree with that. Do you think that. that's going to be a disadvantage when you're facing against like huge strong dragons? I don't think so because when you're that tiny, you can kind of slip in undetected and you might not be seen by your by your opponent. Okay, so sneak attackers. Sneak attackers. I mean even if let's say for example your dragons can fly and Mushu and uh Spyro cannot, but if they're up high, they're flying like surveying looking yeah, they can, down. They can glide. It's they, definitely established. Who? Your guy. Your oh, guy. yeah, but I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm talking about your guys. Like okay, if, your guy, okay. if, if the Game of Thrones dragons are up really, really high, okay. it might be hard for them to, to look down and just see on the ground. Like, they're definitely not going to be able to see Mushu. Like, because he's might, so he's might so tiny. on the background. He is red, though. So if he's, like, on a... Depends on the color of the that's, ground. That, that's stuff. true, too. But I think just being small might allow for more stealth attacks. Uh, fair point. So um, the other thing is it's, it's well established in Game of Thrones that the Game of Thrones dragons are basically fireproof. Like, they breathe that fire. It doesn't hurt them at all. You cannot kill a dragon with fire in the Game of Thrones world. Is there any, like, evidence in any of your characters that they're fire resistant? Because I think from playing Spyro, you can, like, 
fall in lava and hurt and basically die. So I, I don't I but, don't think he's like fully but fireproof. But that's, that's lava though. I feel like lava is different than fire. Okay. Also, isn't there a scene in um one of the Hobbit movies where they try to encase smog in like molten metal? Yes. Does they that... tried melting down some of their uh their like weapons or their gold. I think they start trying to melt the gold. Does that work? No. Okay. So yeah. he might also he might have good yeah, fire it doesn't heat work. resistance. Uh but what I would say about uh Mushu is that he is like unkillable because what? he's like a spirit. He's he's a spirit who's basically just taking on that form. Okay. In the so in the real if world. If that form were to die, what would happen? He would just go back to being his spirit. Okay. But he but like the the physical embodiment of Mushu, the real little, little red sure, dragon. I I mean I guess you could argue that the physical, yeah, embodiment could be damaged, but he's never going to die. I mean his spirit will never die. His spirit will never die. His spirit will never die, but he could he could come back if if need be. Now Spyro going off the the lava thing. I feel like that's a little unfair cuz lava and fire are two completely different things. Uh do you, I, so you think I, do you think Daenerys could walk in lava and not die? No. Okay. I don't think so, but I think maybe her dragons could. No. No way. They couldn't go into uh to lava. We got to we got to tweet Game of Thrones and ask them can dra- can the dragons survive lava? There's a huge there's a huge difference in temperature between fire and lava. Well, do you like, know the temperature of the fire that comes out of the dragon's mouth? It's not lava. Yeah, but it could be really, really hot. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it's as hot as lava. All right, uh, no need to speculate. We can, uh, we I'm can try up, to get to I'm the gonna, bottom of this. I'm gonna look up the the lava temperature. Okay, right here. lava temperature. So okay. I don't, I didn't find anything on the temperature. Okay, of dragon I, did, breath. I, did, I just found some average lava temperature. And then what we need to see is we need to see what's average fire temperature. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be really. That's gonna be a large uh, variation, though. So here's some here's some stuff about dragon fire breath for Game of Thrones dragons. Okay. Uh, dragon flame can turn flesh to ash, melt steel, and crack stone. Okay. Older dragons produce more intense flame for longer durations. Okay. They seem to be produced by expelling chemicals out of two tubes in the back of their throats. Yes. Which you can see in the animations. So um, so I just found this, and this is actually going to be very helpful. So the temperature of fire depends on the color. All right. So. The Game of Thrones dragons fire is usually coming in at like a reddish orange color. Would you say it is like a deep, like a deep orange? I think so. Yeah. So, so going off this right here, do you want to say like a thousand, like average a thousand? Sure. Yeah. I trust. So I'll take your word for it. So a thousand degrees Celsius is what Fahrenheit. Sorry to our international listeners. We're uh, it's uh, bu- 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 it's uh, eighteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, one thousand eight hundred degrees. All right, so let's so let's establish this. So your dragon can breathe out one thousand eight hundred degrees temperature. Let's of fire. let's say tentatively because I think the color of the fire might not be a perfect way to gauge it because that might depend also on like the fuel source that you're burning. Okay, fair enough. But let's start with that. Lava temperature can go up to two thousand two hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So and what, not, are we, what are we at? Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. So you're four hundred degrees off. Close. That's still, it's still four hundred degrees. Yeah, but like we're not, we're not like talking. What are we talking there? Like twenty percent. I'd say about that. I'm not very good at math, but I just took a shot. So I'd say, 
I'd say it's close, but I wouldn't say definitively your dragons are impervious to lava and my dragons aren't. I would not agree that my dragons are impervious to lava whatsoever, except okay. for Mushu. Yeah, because you think Mushu's immortal and can never die. I mean, it's pretty obvious in the movie. Because when they when Mulan, it's a Disney movie, they're Mulan, not going to try to kill him. Well, what are you talking about? Have you seen any Disney movie? People die in every Disney movie. No, yeah, but it's like it's like early like prologue deaths or like or like off camera death. Like they're not going to kill a main character. What's it, is there any Disney movies that you can think of where a character of Mushu's caliber died? Like like mm. basically like sidekick level character? No, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I was just going off your argument that Disney doesn't kill main character or kill characters. Yeah, I guess there is a lot of death in Disney. Mufasa. He doesn't uh, die in the prologue, okay. but right. he's not a sidekick. He's like the the, the leader. Uh, that's like in a a, sense. about the level of importance. Uh, no, nah, uh, Mufasa is way more important than Mushu. Well, what do you mean by important? Important to the story or important like... Important to, to the story. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That's like a whole other debate. Okay, yeah. So anywho, so so I would say lava, lava arguments out the window. Out the I, window. I would say it's completely I out the window. I think it's like hanging off the side of the window. It's only a 400 degree difference. And it's going to get ready to fall soon because it's it's too hot to hold on to. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's let's ignore the, okay. the lava for now. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say this. Um, so is are your dragons acting on their own accord or is Daenerys telling them what to do? Are you going to are you going to have your dragons trying to kill Daenerys? Uh, it depends on so, how you answer my question. Well, so if they were to get in a fight with... So they're not always, like, doing stuff for Daenerys. Like, there are times where she just lets them fly around. But the only things they would do is they would just, like, eat goats or something right. on their own. And then they're going to see Smog, and they're probably going to, like, get in a fight with him. You think so? It'd be their, like, territorial. They'd probably do it to, like, protect their territory. And to protect Daenerys? Probably, yeah. Okay. Their Their treasure? I mean, the thing I, they cherish I, the I most. think it's a stretch of a metaphor, but I guess you could say it's it's possible. Okay. Uh, then if they're defending her and if they're doing what she says, then how are you what happens if I go after Daenerys and I take out Daenerys? Are they are they still gonna be they're, they're just gonna be like gonna wild be, animals at that point. They are, but they're gonna be super mad that you killed their friend. Okay. All right. So now, so so now you have that that going for you here. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to bring up that Smaug is just so intelligent compared to the Game of Thrones dragons. Like you're you're they're just animals, I would say. Whereas Smaug is, uh, I mean, not. That, that's they are animals, but they are smart. I mean, they're not dumb just because they can't speak English. No, I'm not saying they're not dumb just because they can't speak, but. I feel like like smog has the ability to like rationalize and to uh, like have advanced levels of thinking than the Game of Thrones dragons can. I yeah, I mean, there's not. I can't think of any evidence of the Game of Thrones dragons doing things like that. But dragons are generally smart. Like they probably can. Well, we're also going off of generally. Dragons can also generally fly. Mushu can't, and neither can Spyro. That's true. So you really can't go off generalizations when it comes to dragon lore. Like dragons can go in lava. Get out of here! <laughs> fire can't hurt the Game of Thrones dragons. I would agree that fire cannot hurt the Game of Thrones dragons. <laughs> Saying that lava can't hurt them is a lava story. is basically just rocks that are on fire. Is it that simple? <laughs> I don't know if it's no. That that's simple. why I said basically. Just. No. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> pretty much just, just rocks that are on fire. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, so the Game of Thrones dragons they they are able to get 
damaged. Oh, sure. I mean, one gets injured with a big spear and one that dies. Right. From a spear. From a spear, but then comes back to life. Yes. Uh, a horrible life of yes. half dead. So I would say, uh, I, I do remember in Game of Thrones, you do see her dragons like sleeping a lot. They're either sleeping or they're flying. I feel like that's that's pretty much it with uh, them. Okay. They also locked them in a cave for a little bit too. We don't know. Oh yeah, in, in, uh, in that one with that one city, yeah. is that Marine? I think it, it was. It might have been. Yeah. So, and they were also chained up. They sure were. So it seems pretty easy to chain them up. Well, that's because Daenerys did it. They trusted her. Oh, Daenerys chained them up. I'm, I'm pretty sure she had to like get them in there and then put the chain around their neck, and then they got mad at her. They're pissed. Yeah, and then and then um, Tyrion went in to like talk to him, and he wasn't scared. Uh, he was pretty scared, but like, but like he 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 held his own. Yeah, he wasn't. He he didn't back down. Yeah, yeah. So if they're if they're if they're caged up by Daenerys for some reason when this is going on, which probably wouldn't be, but if they're sleeping, they were only caged like detained like that for that one short time because they were like they weren't quite sure how to handle them. Right, and the people were scared, and they were like eating people's goats. Oh yeah, the farmers were getting mad. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, so so Spyro Spyro is uh, he's pretty good at charging. Like he can go pretty quick. And if he is charging uh, quickly and he's going right at your dragons, I mean, he could pierce them with his horns. Now, it probably wouldn't kill him, but it could definitely cause some damage. I I guess I would agree with that. They, I, I think he is small enough that it would be, it'd be like getting stabbed with like uh, a knife. Yeah. I'm trying I'd say to think if they're like knife or sword length. If you got him all the way in, maybe it's like a, like a sword, but. I don't think it would be fatal, but if he was able to go like two or three times before the dragon like fully realizes what's going on because when you're at that size a dragon that big and you get like stabbed at first like you might not really feel it or it might not hurt as much but if he's able to get a couple in like a couple shanks that might uh cause some damage and really uh piss off the dragons which is good for me because then it gets me going too yeah i was trying to read about like my strength of my my like scales because like traditionally very hard scales right smog is like has impenetrable scales but that's why they need to shoot him in that miss where he's missing a scale right uh but i don't have anything on like the relative strength of the game of thrones dragon scales just that they have scales and i they've never have they ever deflected so and you know they, there was another time when uh the dragon was getting injured a little bit remember when um there was like the uh uprising i think in marine against uh daenerys and everybody and they had like they were like ran into that big like um kind of coliseum fighting pit area and a dragon came to heard one of her dragons came. yes yes so the enemies were like throwing spears and stuff at the dragon like they were definitely sticking spears in him and he could take it because he's huge but right they were going in too much of it might might really hurt yeah so i, I think it's pretty well established in game of thrones that like sharp weapons will pierce their their scales now, do I have uh, my little uh, dragonfly buddy flying around Spyro? You sure do. Like he's always he's flying around helping him out. I think so. Yeah. So that could, uh, I guess, serve as like uh, some damage hits that I could take. Because every time he gets <laughs> he gets damaged, his little, uh, his little you're, guy. You're uh, actually. It's funny you say that because no matter how serious of an injury he takes, it just, just takes one dragonfly color. It's one dragonfly color down. Like, if you get tail whipped, one dragonfly color. Exactly. F- lava, one dragonfly. So, so I guess to an extent, 
Spyro is impervious to lava because it just knocks down one color. As long as the lava doesn't it, touch it, it more than three times. Exactly. That's 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 the rule when it comes to dragons and and, and lava. There. That's actually like super powerful for Spyro. <laughs> oh my god, it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, Spyro also does have some other powers where he could he can swim underwater. He can also head dive, and depending like you, like you said, Game of Thrones land is full of magic, and uh, Middle Earth is I shouldn't say Game of Thrones land. Westeros is filled with magic. Uh, Middle Earth is filled with magic. Spyro's world is filled with magic, mm-hmm. and it seems pretty clear that Mushu's land, the Mulan world, is full of some kind of magical. I mean, there are at least spirit spirits ancestors. kind of things mm-hmm. going on. So it seems like magic. Wherever we're fighting, there is going to be some kind of magic. I think that's fair in yeah. that area. Yeah, you can get you can have magic powers. So so Spyro might be able to get some of his upgrades while while this battle's going on. Does he have any useful upgrades that would help him fight three well, giant dragons? So he could fly, which oh, right. which could help him. Okay, and he he can also get like super fire blast, where he can like shoot out like fireballs, like a couple times, to- like uh, for a little bit, uh, going underwater. Also, I don't know Daenerys's dragons. I don't think we've ever seen them go underwater. Nope, whatsoever. Just when that one do, died. And and do dragon? Yeah, well, right, exactly. And do dragons like not like uh, water? Because when you think of a dragon, you associate it with fire. Kind yes. of what you've been bringing it up. Yep. Like, is a dragon's weakness water? Or well, I don't know. I would say they drink water, and they yeah. can probably get rained on. Yeah. But so I don't think it's like it's like not like but wicked, they wicked will, witch do think, levels. Do you of think they would willingly like go into water? It doesn't seem like it. Okay, Spyro could use that to his advantage. Yeah, you can kind of being underneath the yeah, water. I think that's true. Uh, that could definitely help him out. So now I also have one last ace in the hole. Hopefully, this could help. A out. bigger ace than your I am immortal and can continually rebirth myself. Yes. Okay. What's that? So in the world of ice and fire. There is an item, and I can't remember if this is in the show or not, but it's called a dragon binder, also called a hell horn. And what it is, it is a horn that can control dragons. Interesting. Yes. So in the novels, uh, it's in the possession of Euron Greyjoy. Of course. Yes. So that's all fine and dandy. The hard part is going to be getting it. So what does it actually do, do you know? I believe it's um it's made of Valyrian steel and when you blow into it when the horn sounds, it allows you to control a dragon. But I believe the dragon has to be nearby. Interesting. Of some sort. I I yeah, that's not in the shows for sure. Yeah. So, how would your gang of Smaug, Spyro, and um, Mushu go about acquiring this from Euron Greyjoy? Okay, so, <laughs> so I would start with Smog since Smog is the smart guy. So, sure. yeah, sure. So he would probably do the necessary research to find out. How would he re- like in the internet? He just Google it. Well, there's no internet in Westeros. There's probably some book. Okay, so Smog would have to go to the library. He would have to go to the library, and probably where Sam's working. Uh, yeah, Sam, out. Sam, Samwise, not Samwise. Um, Samuel, <laughs> Samuel Tarly. Samuel Tarly. Samuel Tarly is uh, is working, and he's probably going to be freaked out because this giant dragon comes in. Yeah, but uh, sure. I don't think I don't think he'd be mean. I think he'd be. Uh, I think if he plays it cool and just like talks to them, they'd actually be really interested. Yeah, in him. they let him in, 
and uh, he would do his research because that library that that Sam's at is like basically the like the Library of Congress of yeah. of, of Western. Oh yeah, it's like it's like kind of like the old um, Library of Alexandria was yeah. it in the Greek world? Yeah. yeah, that I mean that's that's where Sam it's found like, out that uh, John was the son. Yeah, you're right. Of, so it has all the information. He read he read he learned enough about. Um, that that scale, what's that condition called where you get like hardened oh, scales? Dragon scales? Is that what it's? I didn't think. I thought it had another name. Remember when oh, you like had to cut that, them all the girl, off? Of, that girl uh, had it. Didn't that girl have it? The little girl. Yeah, but like they were able to like stop the spread of it, so she just had it on her right. face. But then Jorah Mormont had it oh, real bad, right. and Sam like operated on him to get rid of it. Did he cure him? As far as we know, I forget. He he pretty much just cut it all off. When we're done, we need to go watch a Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. No, thank you. <laughs> but I can't remember what the name of that skin condition is. Stone skin. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, it has a name. It's pretty catchy too. But I can't think of it. I'll, I'll see if I can remember it. Yeah, yeah. If you think of it, just you know, just <laughs> shout it out. So so he's gonna do the research, Smog, and then Mushu and. Spyro are going to be the guys basically carrying out the heist. Spyro, he's used to that kind of stuff. Grayscale. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you shouted it out. Yeah, Grayscale. Okay. Spyro and Mushu are going to be the guys doing the heist because mainly for Spyro because that's what he's used to. His background is in acquiring <laughs> objects. You're right, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's been training for this for his entire life. So... They're going to have to f- track down uh, Euron Greyjoy, and they might not have to use violent methods to acquire it from him. They might just need to say, like, hey, listen, like, we just need this real quick to take out Daenerys' dragons, and if you let us do this, then we'll give it back to you, and you can be on your way with whatever you need to do. But do you think your characters would work with an evil person like that? I mean, Spyro and Mushu are at least, like, good guys. Uh... To accomplish their task, I'd say so. So you think to accomplish their task of defeating Daenerys' dragons, they would basically like... Well, they're not really working alongside him. They're just asking for him his they're... permission to borrow the Hellhorn. Yeah, but the they're Hellhorn. doing something that will clearly benefit him. Yeah, but that I don't think they really care okay. because they're not really from Westeros, so they really don't care what happens, <laughs> Good point. What happens yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. They're like, go ahead, you have that happen. So if they if they can acquire this Hellhorn and then use it to take control of the dragons and then uh, basically lead to Daenerys' dragon's downfall, then that can that can be a, a W on the board for uh, Mushu Smaug and Spire the Dragon. But that that's like my last resort. Like if nothing's working, then it's like, all right, we're going to have to try that. It's basically like endgame. Like they're like, all right, we just need to try this crazy <laughs> thing to see if it'll happen and hopefully it will. And if it doesn't, we're going to die anyway. So. That's that's that's, that's where I'm going to end there. That's a, that's a nice final strategy there. Yeah. So I have no aces in the hole. I was just going to... I haven't even said, like, general attack plan is just scorched earth. Like, the firepower of my dragons is stronger than yours, I think. Smog, I'd, I'm I would sure. agree. I would agree with that. I, a Smog, they do show breathing fire uh, a couple times, right? Yeah. Like, he did, he, like... He destroys that He did destroy town. that town, right? Yeah. So that might be... Equal. But you have three of them, right? So I have three I only of have those. one of them, and I have a little bit of Mushu, and Spyro has more than Mushu. Yeah, but them but combined like, does not yeah. match Smog at all. Yeah. So I was just gonna be torturing you with my super aggressive, powerful dragons, and just turning everything to lava. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to do. 
Um, I did also uh, find a little bit more about the intelligence of the Game of Thrones dragons, which pretty much supported what we were saying, that they're they're not like small level smartness. Uh, they're described as fairly intelligent, like a horse or a dog. Oh, wow. Uh, Tyrion Lannister claims that dragons are intelligent and says more than much more than people and can quickly recognize friend from foe. But, I mean, he's not like an expert on dragons. He like never met, he met one for the first time recently. Um, they say if they're not trained, they will just destroy things. The key to training them is to make sure they're well fed. So just keep them, keep them, keep them full. Yes. They cannot truly be tamed. So they're always dangerous, but they can form strong bonds with their riders. Okay. So yeah, definitely not smog level intelligence. Oh no. Smog, smog has that going for him. Yeah. Smog's like really smart. Yeah. But there's only one of him. If I had three smog, I'd probably be in a much better situation. Three smogs would be interesting. <laughs> oh my god, three smogs! I think could definitely take down three Daenerys. The thing dragons. is, like the Daenerys's dragons seem like so like violent and aggressive that like that's true. I don't know. I don't know. They're, I mean, but smog can be violent and aggressive. I I never saw uh, the third Hobbit, so I don't really know what he was like like out of his like castle. Have you ever seen Anchorman? Yes. Do you remember the 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 newscaster fight in Anchorman? <laughs> yes. That is the third Hobbit movie. Okay. It's literally just one army just keeps showing up after another. What are they fighting over? I forget. <laughs> I think the mount, the gold in the mountain. I I I, oh, I saw right. it once, and the whole time I just kept thinking about that Anchorman fight because like one army shows up and then another army shows up because it's called the Battle of the Five Armies. Yep. And another one comes up and they just keep like showing up and I'm like, all right, when, when's this going to happen? And then it finally does. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, I heard not great reviews of, uh, yeah, but we're not, I don't want to, I don't want to bash it. No, that's not what we're yeah. here for. Uh, any, any fun facts you want to end on or oh, I was just going to see if I had any fun facts. I have a couple um, that I can, I can do right here. My one only fun fact so far is that that condition when your skin turns to stone is called grayscale. Oh, there we go. <laughs> be a good Halloween costume. It'd be very hard. You'd have to be very good at... Uh, yeah, you'd have to be like good at makeup. Makeup, exactly. So uh, some fun facts that I have. So Mushu is named after Mushu pork, which is a popular Chinese dish in the United States, which I'm kind of surprised. I'd, like, I'd never thought that that's why they would have called him Mushu. They're really uh, trying to get their uh, audience's support there, their interest. Um, Eddie Murphy was not able to reprise his role as Mushu in Mulan 2. Why not? Because he was in Shrek 2. Which I feel like, how long does it take to record your audio for a animated film? I feel like it can't take that long. But I don't know. I feel like maybe he could have done both. But uh, I, And I didn't know this, but Joe Pesci, he was originally cast as Mushu. But Joe Pesci. Joe that, Pesci, yeah. But after, been... uh, after they, they tried it out a couple times, it didn't work very well. And they considered doing Steve Martin, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock, and Drew Carey. But at the end, they ended up going with an Eddie Murphy type instead. So I have a few Game of Thrones. Is that your... Uh, you can, we, can, we can bounce oh, back I'll, Yeah, I'll, I'll hit a few and then... Uh, yeah. So uh, these are some that a lot of people probably know already, but I'll just, I'll just throw out some Game of Thrones facts. Mm -hmm. um, do you know the character that has appeared in more episodes than any other character? Uh, is it like a major character? Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. Other name? Yeah, I'd guess Tyrion. That is correct. He's been oh. in fifty-eight of sixty-four episodes. Wow, that's pretty good for Game of Thrones. That's that's really good. 
It looks like these facts might have been written before season seven finished, so they're probably not fully up to date. But okay. they're fairly recent. Yeah. Um, the actor who plays Ram, who played Ramsey Bolton, uh, Iwan Rian. Oh, that guy's that guy's so good at being bad. Yeah, I know. And he originally auditioned for Jon Snow. I am so glad they did not make him Jon Snow. Great, great call. Great call. A lot of times that happens. Like the person who wants a role ends up playing like the villain. Uh, one that pops into my head was Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy. Yes. Uh, he he tried out to be Batman. Yeah, and, that's. And they gave it to uh, well, they gave it to Christian Bale, but then they made him the Scarecrow instead. Which was a great call on both parts. Um, did you know there were only five episodes in the entire series so far where no one dies on screen? How many episodes? Five. Five. And there are two only two episodes that don't have an on or off screen death. And wow. one of those is the episode where Brienne fights a bear. And really? Mm-hmm. And I wonder what the other one is. Um, it's called Blood of My Blood in season six. Wow, and I don't know. It's kind of it really sticks to the theme of the show how uh, how violent it can be. Oh yeah, how death is Very, like a major yeah. uh, uh, arcing theme in the show. Um, you may remember back way back in season one that Sansa Stark's direwolf was killed in season one. They uh, basically like uh, who was it? Arya's direwolf like bit Joffrey or something, and then they were going to kill her, so Arya set it free. And then they just decided to kill Sansa's dog just to even it out. Oh. So uh, the act, Sophie Turner, the oh. actress that plays Sansa, adopted yeah. the dog. That I did know. I yeah. think that's super cool that's, that she that's did really that. Neat. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, most people probably have heard that the budget has just been like getting crazier and crazier. Uh, the first season of Game of Thrones were, was cost between 50 and $60 million. or about $5 million per episode. Uh, which is pretty high for a TV show, but it doubled that in season six where they spent about $100 million. And who knows what season seven is going to be like because I heard they're all like hour and a half long episodes. You mean season eight, but yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I keep mixed. Yeah. I keep thinking seven's the new one. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Uh, oh my gosh. It has to be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like $20 million an episode. Because there's how many episodes this season? I think eight. So eight times $160 million. I, I could see that. I, I mean, they're just going all in, I feel. They really are. I could see that happening. Did you know that the actor that played Tommen was changed uh, in season four? Really? Yeah. The, 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 character, the actor that played Tommen in, in seasons one and two uh, was a kid named Callum Wary. And then he got replaced in season four. He's probably young enough that you really don't notice it. Or he wasn't on yeah. screen that much. Yeah, I don't think he was really on screen. It that wasn't much. like that one character that they replaced, and he looks completely different. I forget who it is. One of Daenerys's people that she that she meets. I totally forget who it is. But there's a there's a character that they completely recast, and the guy doesn't look anything like the previous guy. I completely forget what it is. <clears throat> uh, and then one one fact I want to add is think of all the rich fictional characters in pop culture like your iron man's your batman's like okay. those type of people who would you guess is the richest of all the fictional uh, characters I, I would guess scrooge mcduck that's that's a good that's a really good guess he's got a vault just full of gold unfortunately it's smaug oh really yeah he's worth 62 billion dollars what's scrooge mcduck probably less wait you do have a list what's what's your source uh it's on lord of the rings wiki but it was ranked by forbes oh, so forbes forbes did it they're pretty reliable 
Let's see. They definitely. Uh, I'm sure Iron Man's on there. Uh, Scrooge McDuck's on there too. Let's see. What what was uh, Smog's net net worth? His was sixty five billion. Oh my gosh, Scrooge McDuck! I have him as like five billion. What's it say? Does it give amounts on your Forbes list? This Forbes list I found though is not. I think this one's old. Yeah, this is from two thousand ten. Because this one doesn't even have smog on the on the top like twenty. Uh, here's another source that thinks he might have more. What was smog? Sorry, say it one more time. Sixty four billion. Uh, Sixty two is... billion. What's what's a couple billion? Wait, here we go. This is the I found the one that has smog as number one. Is it Forbes Fictional fifteen? Yes. Yeah, that's what I found too. Alright, so Smaug is number one. Number two is Scrooge McDuck. Oh, uh, okay. Number three is a guy is uh Colin from Twilight. Carlisle. Car Carlisle. Cullen? I don't know. I never watched those or read the books. Uh who else is on here? Let's see. Let's see. Iron Man, he's number five. Uh so Richie Rich. What what year I did you find? that what's what year is that uh i can't it doesn't it's not saying oh because i 2013 is the newest i can find uh citizen kane 8.3 million batman 6.9 billion forest they put forest gump on the list which makes sense if you think of uh hey this this list for me shrimping business so i have scrooge mcduck ahead of smog on the 2013 forbes list huh your list is so much different. Like I didn't have Tywin on my list. I had Richie Rich. I didn't have Montgomery Burns from my. Like, do you have Forrest Gump on there? Um, no. Do you have the Monopoly Man? Yeah, you no. have Mr. Monopoly Mr. on there. Yeah, too. that's a good one. I never thought of Mr. Monopoly. That would be a good episode to do one day. Like the like the some of the uh, richest people in the world or something. We could try to figure out who actually has more money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so that's 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 what I got. So hopefully everyone's excited for the Game of Thrones premiere, the last I, premiere. I think people are pretty excited. I've been seeing some a lot of stuff on social media. People making special foods, have parties. Oh wow! I'm surprised we didn't do anything, considering we have. I mean, parties for for, for like Sharknado. Yeah, but for for me and Nicole now, it's like it's like an eight o'clock premiere, right? I think so it's like nine, nine. So that's like way yeah. past Lucy's bedtime. That's true. Maybe and we could do something for this for the finale. Yeah, finale. maybe maybe for the finale. Yeah. As long as like, I'm still not too sad. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk as we <laughs> as we get closer. It would be pretty sad if well, that will never happen if like all the characters I like were dead by then. Someone's got to be alive. It's just uh, Theon. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, all right, so uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. As always, there will be a poll on Twitter where you can vote for who you think would win between Daenerys's three dragons. And their names Viserion, Drogon, and Rhaegon. That sounds sure right. What it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Going up against uh, Spire of the Dragon, Rhaegal. Rhaegal. Going up against uh, Spire of the Dragon, Mushu, and Smog in just a classic three v three dragon fight. Uh, and please remember also that there is the who would win guessing the tomato meter contest. Oh yeah, for the 2019 summer season. Where? That's only going to be up for. Uh, about another week or two. Where can people find that link? The link is in our show notes. 
I've also been tweeting it and putting it on Facebook also. So feel free to uh, submit your response and share it to other people too and have them participate. And whoever wins gets a guaranteed episode of their choice and a shout out on the show. Sounds good. That's it. All right, Chris, anything you want to add? Uh, No, uh, nothing to add. All right. And oh, real quick, remember Spotify. If you're a Spotify listener, check us out. All right, please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. My ancestors sent a little lizard to help me. Hey, dragon, dragon, not lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.